If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You're listening to Sci-Fi Wire from the Con, recorded live from the Sci-Fi Wire stage at New York Comic Con 2019. Hey, New York Comic Con, how are you guys? All right, I'm, I'm doing well too because, look, it's late on Sunday, but I think we've saved one of the best for last. We got... Alexander Aja and Sam Raimi, they may crawl. Hello. We got two modern horror legends here. Guys, I rewatched the movie last night. I know it's coming out on Blu-ray soon. This is a, one of the most fun movies of the year. I had a ton of fun watching it. And then I watched the extras, the deep Blu-ray extras. You guys built like all of this stuff, which is insane. Yeah, nothing is real. I mean, like basically, <laughs> it was quite crazy, yes. I mean, I, watching the movie and walking on the movie like for so long, it's, you forget, you know, and watching the behind the scene again, I realized how, like, everything, all blue screen. We're pretty much in a warehouse like this one. Yeah, I, I thought it had to be done on location with Alex flooding a lo- local Florida town, but he said, no, we're going to do it all in a studio. We're going to build parts of the town there, fake it with green screen. And he has the uh, expertise, Alex does, after so many pictures to really pull it off. It was really a complex picture that was tanks of water, you had to deal with a lot of underwater photography, water safety, uh, flood effects, there were visual effects, rain, a hurricane. He also had to do makeup effects, create the alligator both in CGI and animatronic form. So it was really uh, that as a basis, but then he had to get these great performances from Kaya and uh, Barry. It's such a simple concept. It's a house being flooded and there are gators but it was really hard to pull off, which is so cool. And you guys went to Serbia to do this, right? Yeah, I mean, we couldn't really do it in uh, Florida because we'll have to replace every tree because when you have, you know, 100, 200 miles speed wind, everything bent, so it was necessarily CG. So we were just looking for the biggest space where we could build those seven tanks. I mean, like, the biggest one was, you know, like... Uh, almost like a, a third of this room, which is gigantic. Yeah, seriously. And so you built houses, you built a gas station, you built trees, you built this underground crawl space. So how much, how big was this place that you built it in? Not big enough. <laughs> that was like a, a nightmare. We were cutting it the beat. We were like just going down every day. Not, I'm not really aware. I mean, not sure that we'll come out alive at the end. It was one of the most... Um, tough sets that I ever experienced because we spent like 10 hours not only in the water and the water was not always the most uh, clean let's say but also the fact that you have that low uh, um, ceiling that's above you all the time that you can only in fact crawl in that space and then and that was like that was intense but especially for for Kaya and Barry to, to, to have to survive that shoot. You know, maybe somehow it helped them in their performance in the movie. I mean, Sam, you've made movies for many years now. A lot of 
iconic. What are you one. saying? I'm saying that you're a seasoned pro who knows what he's doing. That's it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> You've made movies for so many years now. A lot of iconic movies, a lot of complicated movies. Where does this rank? Where's that? One? Where does this rank in terms of the most complicated shoots you've had to do? Well, it was really um, way up there, I think, in terms of complexity, because there was never a moment without visual effects or mechanical effects. I remember being on the set with our producer, main producer, uh, Craig Flores, who really is the guy that found the script and introduced me to Alex in person. But anyways, I, I um, remember walking through rain. It was pouring rain. And then you'd get through a windstorm, and these fans are almost knocking you over. And then you'd get to the set, which is flooded, and you'd move through that where they're actually shooting, and it's got a ceiling this tall. So the whole thing was like a nightmare, which um, he endured and led the crew beautifully through, along with our other producer, Craig Flores. But um, I think it was way up there. I, I, it's hard to pin one above the other. For me, Evil Dead, number one, was the hardest for me because I'm directing. It's always toughest on the director. The producers are always sitting back in the fancy chairs going, yeah, it looks tough. Anyways, I'll be at lunch. <laughs> and and you, you, you're the expert in like a cellar and basement. I mean, basically like, you know, like going in, in, in the crawl space, there's like a lot of, uh, I was thinking about like all the Evil Dead nightmare that must have been to be in that space for so long. Yeah, it was uh, tough on the actresses. Yeah, from what I recall, I've read a lot about it. You guys, you had your actors, you know, Kaya and Barry, they were in the water for like 12 hours at a time, right? This was not just like jump in, shoot a scene, jump out. This was just full, literal immersion. Yeah, I mean, we had to uh, convince them to, I mean, they, it was pretty clear on the page that it was going to be a tough one. But we had to explain that every time they come out of the water, they have to dry, they have to, you know, like try to keep some kind of continuity. So we were lucky that Kaya agree on staying on set with us, with the crew, all day long in the water, which is pretty spectacular. I don't know a lot of actors that would have been, you know, that game for, for, for such a challenge. She said she didn't really even know how to swim before you guys started preparing for this movie? No, she, she knew how to swim, but she was not like an Olympic swimmer, like the character in the, in, in the movie. So, yeah, she went into a very intense uh, training I think this is very important for her to feel that confidence when she's racing and facing this giant beast. You know, it was, it was important to feel that kind of uh, physicality for her and that strength that she has that will give us like an, I will not survive 20 minutes in the movie. Oh, no, me neither. 20 seconds. <laughs> I, would, I would, before I'd gone to the house, I'd be done. If I was driving the car, I'd be it. I will agree with the cop and just... <laughs> <laughs> you turn and go back. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's been out a little while, so I think we can talk about what happens in the movie. You mentioned the cop. Uh, nice guy. Doesn't turn out so well for him. Uh, there are some really gnarly deaths in this movie. And we'll watch a clip in a second, but I want to talk about some of those. You got these giant gators. I know those, you had animatronics, you had CGI, but let's talk about planning out some of these deaths because you have quite a bit of experience, Sam, coming up with some... Both of you have some pretty cool death scenes in your careers. Yeah, they were really great deaths in, in Crawl. Um, I think what made them really effective was Alex made it very real for the actors on set. He would not only have guys in green suits that looked kind of silly in the dailies, but crawling around to show the actors exactly how fast they'd move and where they were. But he'd also have rubber alligators like splashing and 
the splashes would get on the actors and he kept those in the finished film, even though he replaced some of the um, animatronics on set or rubber stand-ins for CGI uh, elements. It made it very real for the actors. He did a lot to uh, make it seem real. So when they were attacked, yeah, they were gnarly deaths, but they were really gnarly because of the setup work and the homework he did in making it real for the audience. So you really researched how badly gators just destroy people. They, they are like fascinating uh, animals and predators. I mean, a shark come to you and it just like cut you clean. You know, it's like, it's awful, but it's like pretty clean. Like the alligators just come after you. He grabs you with that very, very powerful jaws. And then he start doing that death roll that dismember you like uh, chicken bones. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty... It's pretty crazy when you see how uh, um, sophisticated they are in their way of killing and eating as well because they most of the time never eat you on the spot. It's always to go. You know, like they always take you and place you under something and just wait for your flesh to be a little bit more uh, savory. That's a very nice way to put it. They to try and, uh, you know, heat you up a little bit, get you, get you moist. <laughs> Tenderize. Yeah, sure. Why don't we watch a clip? I know you guys brought a clip of the movie. <laughs> She's a great actress because she looks legitimately terrified right there. And she did really like all the stunts. You know, we always try first to do like, oh, let's do a pass with the the stern person, and then, like, she was always better. She was always having this kind of uh, reality, and I was not obvious, even if we built that whole set, and even if the floor was some kind of soft and made, there were always, like, screw and, and, and real elements, stone. I mean, <laughs> that's difficult. I bet. So what is it? You said you had animatronic gators as well. Like, what did those look like? Because those are gigantic gators, and I would love to see you the know, animatronics. 99% of the alligators in the movie are full CGI. Right. Sure. We only have, I think, four or five shots. And this is not because I, I don't like animatronics. I love animatronics. But there is something about the way alligator uh, uh, move in real life, the way they go from very slow to very fast, or they can, uh, you know, like really, really change pace. And I also wanted to have them to see the whole body in the shadow. And when you go with animatronics, you have to very restrain your framing. You have to go on the close-up, on an insert, and I didn't want that. So the CG was the, the, the best way to go, you know? I remember a conversation with Sam where I asked you, like, um, what was your favorite uh, alligator or croc movie? And you told me Jurassic Park. And I think it, you were so right. I mean, and, uh, and I feel that to have done Crawl in a world where movies like Jurassic World are existing, like they show how real and, and efficient a CG creature can be. You know, so for an actual existing beast, we couldn't, you know, miss that opportunity of going full CG to just make them as real. I know it's paradoxical, but that was the best way. I mean, how, were these alligators bigger than most? I've never seen one in person. I live in New York. I've seen pictures of uh, these alligators that are gigantic, like from you to the end of this couch. I mean, 
I've seen bigger ones than we actually have in the movie. You have like one of the most beautiful one at the, uh, you know, Natural History Museum here. Really? Yeah, it's like a Mississippi specimen and it's like from that, that chair to the end of the sofa. And it's like, you know, they exist. They are very, very big because there is a full conversation about how old an alligator can, can be. And in fact, there is even some theory that say that they will, they might be limited in time. It just die at some point because something happened to them, but they keep growing. Oh my, that's terrifying. Yeah. So, you know, I was curious because this, you have a ton of water. Does that, does that like make the set really difficult to use again once you flood it? Is that it? Or can you take the water out? We had to shoot in continuity because of the water coming up and destroying the set. Uh, but sometime, you know, like, oh yes, let's do it in continuity. And then we realize, oh, we need like the second unit to come back over the weekend to do some other shots. So we have to empty, redo the set, bring the water again, destroy the set again. So it's, uh, but also considering the quantity of water that we needed in the movie, we couldn't just throw away that water. We needed to reuse it. So the water from one set was used to another set and everything was kind of a network of gigantic pipe going from one tank to the other with one tank being transformed to all the water in between. I know it sounds like, but I was my life for almost a year of dealing with water. <laughs> you know, I'm curious, one of my favorite characters, I think everyone's favorite was the dog, Sugar. Not a scratch on Sugar, which was really impressive. I had read that, um, you were thinking about maybe Sugar wouldn't make it the entire time. So I'm curious the decision-making there, keeping the dog alive. We were blessed to have such a dog. <laughs> I mean, it was like, on paper, like the biggest challenge. I mean, I was like, are we going to be able to actually shoot? And then there is rules to come because of course we, we have to be very careful with the dog and be sure that the dog is having fun all the time and, and no complain because that's a very big one. And so one of the, the things that was the most challenging is we couldn't stop the wind machine or the storm in between takes because to not disturb the pace of the dog. Wow. And so we had to spend our days in addition of the water with, you know, like the, the sound of like plane engine playing all the time during the whole day. So the dog was the biggest diva of all. Kind of, but also the nicest. You know, like uh, the most frustrating part for me, uh, and I think for you, I, I don't know, maybe you had like, as a producer, you had like maybe more freedom, but I, I was not allowed to interact with the dog. What? Why? Like the crew couldn't interact with the dog. You know, it was like just to, it's normally strained. So only the actors, Kaya and Barry, were kind of interacting with uh, a Chocho that was her name, a real name. And... Uh, it was very frustrating because she was so fantastic. I wanted just to pay her all the time. And I couldn't. I couldn't even reach. You know, like, I, I didn't want to disturb. And only at the end when we wrap uh, principal photography, I was allowed to, as a gift for that old out shoot, to pet that dog. And, and then the, the dog first. bit him. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Is that a rule? Is that a real rule? Or did you just make that up, Sam, to kind of torture Alex a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's kind of a rule to to not disrupt the, the training of the dog. I mean, the dog is doing really big things. To swim that much in the movie, like, it, it needs, like, a, a special... And we had, like, an amazing team. I, w I have to say, you know, like, I was expecting the dog to be the hardest part of the shoot, 
and it was like the most, you know, pleasant one, in fact. I think that is a rule, though, that the trainer works with the animal and they have a controlled situation and they want to come to set and not deal with new elements. They just want to perform the trick and move on. <laughs> That's, that is a bummer because it's a very, very cute dog. I'd be very upset. I was watching him just praying that the dog would survive throughout. And I know there was a point at which you said maybe it would, she would sacrifice herself for, uh, for your characters, but it didn't end up happening. When we walk on the, on the story about survival, you go from all the possibility. And of course, the dog is one of the characters. So the dog has a, an action, a, a purpose, a meaning to, uh, to achieve in the movie. And, and so, yes, at some point we were like, oh, what if the dog is jumping in the water to save her at some point? What if the dog is actually caught by one of the alligator and lose maybe a tail or something. <laughs> or, you know, but at the end, you're just like, let's play that suspense. Let's keep the, 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 the stake of like, is the dog going to die since it's so important for everyone? I mean, I love dogs. So yes, I feel for, for that. And maybe in, the, in a sequel, we will explore like what happened during all that time. We can make the same movie through the experience of the dog. Oh, that, the dog's eye view, literally. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. You mentioned a sequel. Do you guys want to do more of these? Is this going to be the next big franchise? Why not? I mean, you know, like, uh, it, it's, it's a fun... I mean, it's fun. Like, unfortunately, there is so many uh, stories and so many hurricane more and more coming. There's so many more stories to tell. I mean, there is, I think, five or six million alligators living in the wild in the southern part of uh, America. It's fascinating. And it's not only America. I mean, like, Australia has the same with crocodile. And, and even recently, there were, like, some uh, uh, float in, uh, in a favela in Rio, and some caiman were roaming the streets, and cops couldn't access people's uh, place to rescue them because of the caiman. Yeah, it's, it is far too real right now in terms of hurricanes and whatnot. I wanted to ask you, it was a difficult shoot. It seems like a lot of fun, even though you couldn't pet the dog. And I'm wondering, what was your best day on set and what was your worst day on set for both of you? I think my best day on set, I think, was when we wrap. <laughs> when, when we actually finished. Not because I was happy that we finished, but because every day we were, like, flirting with disaster. Like, really, we were, like, just on the edge of, of you know, like, something, uh, uh, like a, a tank breaking... Uh, uh, and, and the safety of the crew is our main concern. So to, to, to make it to the end and to have all the footage that we needed was for me the most important. So yes, I guess like I, I, I took a deep breath out of the water when we actually wrap photography. My worst day was, you know, when we were in the crawl space, some of those days were like very, very intense. And... Um, I turned 40 on set. It was my 40 years old uh, okay. anniversary. And we were shooting in the crawl space and I was dead sick. <laughs> and, 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 and I was like a, a pretty tough day for me. So yeah. that, that must be my, my, you know, birthday was actually the worst day for me on that set. <laughs> Quite memorable for a 40th. How about you, Sam? Um, my uh, best day on set was the first day I arrived there. And Alex was showing me the, the sets themselves. And I saw the house, the exterior, and I saw the gas station. And I said, so Alex, we're going to build a berm, a, a little tank around these pieces? And he says, no, 
you're standing in the tank. The tank is the studio. We're going to flood this whole freaking thing. And I went, oh my God, this guy has got a vision and it is big and beautiful. And, you know, it's not just a little picture like I read taking place in a crawl space. He's got a gigantic vision for this thing. Um, and then my worst day was when I realized that I'm the producer, one of two producers, along with Craig Flores. I'm responsible for the cost of the picture, and this guy's got a gigantic vision for the thing. <laughs> I mean, they say, you know, try not to work with water or animals, and you were like, just went all in on both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of that, as, as they say, I like to ask directors, the, they like to pass down advice to one another. So what is the best creative advice you've gotten in your career from another director or filmmaker? I was really lucky to have worked with a, a few uh, uh, um, producer director, and without disrespecting the other producer, I think there is a, some kind of difference, you know, when you're talking to someone who, you know, is also a filmmaker, who's also a director, who understand, you know, all this kind of uh, how we're going to cover a scene, how we get the best performance, how we're going to find a solution to adapt the day and make it even better despite the compromise that's needed by the situation. So it's, 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 it's always great to be able to turn to someone like Sam and say, what do you think? What will you do if you were in that situation? And that's, you know, like it's, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. Sam, how about you? What's the best advice you've gotten? Well, I never got exact advice, literally like do this. Uh, but I watched, had the opportunity to watch the great Richard Donner direct. It was on the set of Goonies. I got invited down for one day. Oh, that's awesome. And God, he's a brilliant director. And I just learned through watching him, and only really for 30 minutes, um, <laughs> how collaborative he was. How, what a great response he got from these actors by listening, taking the right ideas, developing them, hearing ideas that weren't right, explaining why they weren't and refining the vision for everybody involved as to what they were after. And I saw that collaboration, and I really wasn't like that at that time. And I thought, this is really how you get something great. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to stick to your storyboards and only do your vision. You can have that and still be open to other ideas and improve your vision. Because you really want to surround yourself with a great team of actors and crew that can make your picture better through collaboration. And, that, and he showed me how to have the courage to do, to do that. Well, clearly it worked out well. You guys made a great movie. Crawl's coming out soon on Blu-ray. Alex, Sam, thanks so much for being with us. Thank really you very much. It. Thank you, guys. Thank thanks you, guys. Comic-Con. It's cool to be here. <laughs>